0: Radio, radio, radio.
2: Hello and welcome to radio the show where I, Veronica Simmons, braid hair on air. Today I want to take you to Chicago. I want to take you down a radio rabbit hole. To a magical realm called the Third Coast International Filmless Festival. Yeah, you heard that right. It's not a film festival. It's a filmless festival. And it's called that because there are no visuals. Just mellifluous sounds and mind-exploding stories. Big time radio nerd fest. Radio producers from all over the world come to this festival play their pieces and listen to others and just generally vibe with each other in the bar late at night. I set up my elastics and my microphone at the fest and got all these wacky radio producers to talk about their hair.
3: My hair is uh, figuring itself out. Grey, silver. It's really thick. Kind of scraggly, um, like shoulder length.
1: Flowing, beautiful, silky. It's just, this is how it is. It's curly,
3: it's very curly, it's very frizzy, and I spend most of my time taming it. Now
2: it's just a blonde, weird, Cruella de streak. I love a secret <laughs> undercut, that's one yeah. of <laughs> my favorite treats. So you're
1: like, what? I don't really think about my hair that much. I usually redo my hair like, you know, once an hour at least. It's not too thick, it's not too thin, it's not curly. I'm Asian, so it's like, A cross between Asian hair and then like thick German hair from my mom. I was like going and getting my hair cut at JCPenney and like really they're fucking my shit up. You can't trust white people with that. I have this one little like streak that that I dye blonde.
2: I call it my skunk, and it smells amazing. I can smell it from
1: here. <laughs> well,
0: that's the uh, that's the shampoo I stole from the Airbnb I'm staying with. Is it a bub? Would you call it a bub?
1: It just does what it does, and I let it I let it happen. Cool. It's still damp a little bit. Let's
2: give you a, a filmless braid. Alright. I got so many filmless braids. Also, it's important to know that this whole festival was happening in a pretty strange and special place.
0: Oh my god, we're in the craziest place. We're in a high school.
1: It's also like a real high school. Like the bathroom's kind of
0: gross. It's like a little confusing to get around. It it looks like the high school from my so-called life. It's got like this long shiny linoleum hallway with these like like school bus yellow lockers all festooned with combination locks and Uh, water fountains. And there are all these really funny signs everywhere. Like,
1: there's a sign that I thought from far away was about drugs, but it was actually about peanuts. And they're like, peanuts, they will kill you.
2: Can you turn around and read the sign right behind you?
1: (laughs) If you liked it, then you should have put a cap on it. Beyonce. Beyonce. At the very bottom, it says, all drinks need to be resealable. Only water in classrooms. Like, there's all these, like, all these signs like that all People over. People are having a
2: lot of fun with their signage in this school right It's <laughs> this total truth.
1: I mean, like, I guess the peanut one is really just taking it to the next level. It's like, oh, yeah, everyone's, like, kids are just crazy allergic to peanuts now. Like, when I was in school, there was one kid who, like, you could not bring a peanut anywhere around this person. But now, like, no, you can't even bring a peanut in a school because everyone will just, like, go into shock. You can't even say the word peanut in, like, a 30-mile
2: radius of a school system.
1: Yeah, it's like the sex offender registry, but, like, it's the peanut registry. Like, no peanuts anywhere near. <laughs> but I love peanuts. Me too. I mean, I'm pro-nut myself. You know what? Honestly, I care not for nuts. I like peanuts and peanut butter in things, like d- desserty things. Yeah. And I think peanut butter can be really delicious, but I don't really like nuts or nut butter. No. I mean, I eat peanut You're nut having, you ha- <laughs> having it.
2: I'm not having it. You're
1: nut into it.
2: Oh, man. Okay, so we obviously covered a lot of bases in these braid sessions. I got to discuss nut politics with my favorite lady, Mitra Caboli, of the heart. I also learned about hair regulations for ballerinas which is something that Kelly Jones, who works at Backstory, knows quite a bit about.
3: It either needs to be the uh, classic 1980s bowl cut, which is what I had for a very long time, uh, to stay out of your eyes when you're upside down, or it needs to be very sparkly and very braided and very hairsprayed and pretty much just a massive solid.
2: It's so interesting because those are like kind of polar opposites like it's weird that those two things can be part of the same rule book
3: yes it is so you get like very uh, muscular hardcore almost masculine women with very girly hair it's an interesting contrast so like I had like a six pack when I was four what? but I was also covered in sparkles (laughs) good times.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. How do you think that that's shaped your like identity or like yourself?
3: Um, hmm. Well, I was talking to somebody about this today. I am now 30 and I've had a child and I miss having a body that I had complete confidence in, not in an aesthetic way, but in a, in a, I could do anything with this body way because I was strong and flexible, and now I am old and brittle. No. <laughs> so it is, uh, I miss that. That has shaped me. And are you um, encouraging your child to do gymnast-
2: gymnastics? Uh,
3: I'm encouraging her to just do whatever it is she wants and be as active as she wants to be. Because one thing I liked about gymnastics that I miss is I could look at anything and figure out how to climb it and how to jump off of it safely. And I miss doing that. Uh, and so I hope that she has that in some capacity.
2: That is so beautiful. Yeah. Well, you now have a braid. Do Thank you, you. braid your daughter? Like, have you learned how? She from will not her? let
3: me. She will not she let me. She won't let you. No. That's so sad. Well, thanks, Kelly. Thank you. Appreciate it. Do
1: you think that's cool? I think that is cool. Can I touch it? Yeah. Like, it's just like a gentle tug at my scalp in certain spots, which then actually just feels like a massage. I have these theories that, like, it activates our brain, you know? Like, you feel like you're, like, thinking in a different way. It's
2: like the brain juices are flowing.
1: Maybe. I don't know. It does just feel really good. I love it when people touch my hair. Yeah.
2: It's so nice. Yeah. So I'm doing this zigzaggy thing on the left side. Okay. And I don't know, like, should I just leave the other half long?
0: Like, it's up to I you, man. This is yeah, yeah. you, you said let's, get, your we're your getting your weird, room. yeah.
2: I got super weird in that high school hallway. And at one point, I was even reflecting on my own education while braiding Avery Truffleman from 99% Invisible. I studied ancient Greek, which is even
3: more. Oh famous. my God! <laughs> for
2: how long? Uh, just in university for one, like it was just like a year, because I wanted to do ancient studies, ancient philosophy. And it was really funny. It's not a really easy language to learn. And we would read these strange texts that were like, hoi, Decoiopolis and his lazy slave by the river. Like I, I did that
0: too. I did that too. And
2: I it was it like, like let us go find the virgins at the river.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Decoiopolis. I remember but that. you know Decoiopolis? Yeah. And it was man, really funny. And Xanthius? You know Xanthius yeah, the Yeah, and it's, and, it's, <laughs> and it's super funny because the articles are always ho, yeah, right? Yeah, and we'd yeah, all yeah. be like... <laughs> Oh, exactly. And they'd be like, the farm is small, but the yes. work is great. Whoa, you know
2: this one. I and, know and and this one. And the one book. that's like, on the one hand,
0: yes! on the other Yes, yes, yes. And that was like a whole rhetorical device, device and there was exactly. like a name for this like one hand. Yeah, on and, the
2: one hand, on the other hand. And
0: then I remember there's like this nested clause within that, like, on the one <laughs> hand, on one hand. That was like, yeah.
2: As if you know my nested clauses from ancient Greek. So did you do ancient Greek and Latin?
0: Just for a, a year, I did ancient Greek. Damn. And I got so into it, and I like... Want, I called, oh, this is so embarrassing, okay, this is really embarrassing, but I, like, had t-shirts made for my class that had Greek letters on it, because I wanted to look like I was in a sorority, and, um, our name was Cappuccino, Cappuccino,
2: <laughs> Nerd Alert, nope. nerd. so I still That's wear so it funny. sometimes
0: when I look like I belong to a, a cool... Cool ancient
2: Greek club wow that's so funny that you did that too I was just I loved the odyssey so much like I read the odyssey and was like ah mostly the the translation they always talk about the ocean they always say the wine dark sea and I was like oh I want to be in the language that that comes from
0: did you read the fagels translation yeah that's the one no no it it was
2: Robert something
0: Fagels. Was it Fagels? Yeah. Robert Fagels? He's the man. He's the one. Because I remember I read like a shitty translation. I was like, oh, this is boring. And then I read the Fagels one like after I'd studied ancient languages. I'm like, fuck, I wish I'd been paying attention. This has such potential. This is the guy. My God, I love
2: your little ancient nerd. And now you have an ancient Greek braid to match your true spirit. Do you think they did braids in ancient Greece? I think so. There's imagery. There's There's imagery. There's imagery, right? Like we see some sculptures. This is in Greek? Yeah, like priestess style, weavy braids. I picture the braids that I do as being ancient Greek braids. Ancient
0: Greek. Election. I can't believe you did the same thing from the textbook. In Canada? In Canada. I feel like we had the same textbook. I think there's only one ancient Greek textbook. (laughs) I cannot imagine the demand is, like, that high.
2: But also, what I always wondered about it, I was like, is this all that they talked about? Like, aren't these the people that came up with, like, the the most beautiful philosophy and political thought in the world, and all they talk about is, like, the lazy slave and the virgins at the river? You know? (laughs) Like, we, like, revere these people as being the smartest, cleverest, but... Where were those easier texts? Is that what they were learning off of? Like, is that what like the little?
0: That's what people are gonna say about us. I don't know. They're gonna like discover internet memes and be like, really? These are the people who brought us like. What's our good stuff? What's our good stuff? Uh... Uh, (laughs) Who's good,
2: No, no, no. Like David Sedaris.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The same nation that brought us David Sedaris.
2: Thanks to everyone at Filmless that let me braid their hair in that echoey hallway. And major thanks to Third Coast for hosting me and just for existing in general. Um, Also, shout out to Molly Adams for letting me sleep in your bed. Also, just for the record, the translation of the Odyssey that I read wasn't by Robert Fagels. It was by Robert Fitzgerald, who knew there were so many Roberts doing ancient Greek. What a bunch of nerds. Until next time, thanks for listening, and take care of your hair. Um, Can you bust out a little bit of Latin right now?
0: Dude, I've been waiting for this my whole life. (sighs) Give it to me. Yeah? Give give me that hot Latin. Arma, we remque cano troiae, qui prima saboris italian fato profugas la uinaque wenne. That's what I learned. Translation? The, I don't know the translation. Those are the opening lines of the Aeneid.